Sisters, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they want to borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. And welcome back into Unrelated at Birth for another fun and exciting conclusion to our Halloween extravaganza. So let me go ahead and introduce everybody we have in the room because we have more than just two. As always, you've got the one, the only, the golden voice of the South coming to you live and in living color from the top of the state of Alabama in the Unrelated at Birth podcast studios in the top in Madison, Alabama. And as always, I have brought my friend along, the one, the only, Adam Joseph Russell, the phenomenal brother. That's me. How are you, sir? Command. We got to work away. You can't have a podcast studio if only one of us is in there. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, we figure something out about that. Technically, you are in the studio with me because of of of, uh, of Streamyard and everything, and and also Ryan Street, the person that we have on tonight, is also in the podcast studio virtually, virtually, or am I virtually? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So everybody, the voice you hear, those, those sultry tones are Ryan Street of the I Am Geek, Hallow Geek podcast. Uh, hi, welcome into, I, I, okay, are we going to say this is your second time on the show or first time on the show? Because well, you, 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 guys switch, you guys switch your names all the time. So, I mean, if you add them all together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. We switched our name once and we now I'm have what, what what's the name of your podcast this month, Ryan? Oh no, that's just our <laughs> subtitle for the month. Oh oh, got it. So it's I am geek. It's Hallow Geek, and then and thank or Thanksgiving it'll be um, Geeks Giving or Thankful so, Geek. No Geeks Giving. So okay, we do like you know just for Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas we do some special things. Were you Elf Geek? No, for Christmas Geeky Elf Geekmas. Yeah, I think it's Geekmas. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll have people to handle that stuff. We'll just mash it up and do. According to Carrie, we're unrelated side birth warning. There you go. I like that. And then side Eric asked, "How were you born?" It was a side birth <laughs> warning. Side birth. So, can you be friends with a Dodgers fan? Eric wants to know. I think we should answer that question with headwear. I mean, would you like to, Dave? <laughs> so you ahead. can't see this in podcast land, but all three of us, in some way, shape, or form. Yep, there we go. I'll have a Dodgers fan. And, and let's be honest, I despise the Dodgers. Oh, why? I despise them. Well, I, guys. I, I've despised them from, from day one. Remember, they used to be the Braves' arrival when the Braves played in the West. So, hmm. Braves should have never been in the West. But Well, we were there, because, in, we were there yeah. because of Milwaukee. We never changed. Yeah, yeah. I never liked um, the Braves, so there we go. It's okay, Ryan. Everyone's <laughs> everyone's entitled to their own opinion. 
I went I mean, to a Bra- I went to a Braves Dodgers game at Braves Stadium, whichever stadium it was at the time. I don't know. It's been a while. We changed the Braves changed stadiums like we changed podcast names. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but it was uh, it was when Chipper Jones was playing. I don't even know if he's still playing. I don't know. So that, that and uh, the Dodgers won that day. But during the warmups, Chipper Jones was out warming up, not paying attention, and one of his teammates hit him in the face with a ball. <laughs> I was at that game. Oh, I was there too. Yeah. I was at that game. Um, <laughs> by the way, Eric did you, asked me wait, why. Did you laugh though? When that oh, happened? I laughed really hard. Did you laugh? No. <laughs> Eric just asked me why I have a Dodgers hat. Uh, I have a Dodgers hat because every time I go to a new stadium, I buy a hat. I've been to, to LA Stadium, so at Chavez Ravine. So I bought a hat. Yeah. There you go. I went, to my Angels, I went to an Angels Dodgers game um, and. It's actually a pretty fascinating rivalry. They banter back and forth, but they get along real well. It's not like college football at all. You know, they could actually sit next to each other and be civil. But yeah, but, college uh, football. You mean you mean like Tennessee, <laughs> Alabama? Yeah, but it, it was funny because the announcer um, came up. Yasiel Puig was still playing for the Dodgers, yeah. and he came out to bat. And the announcer, you know, just because he was the hot shot at the time, and it was in Angel Stadium, just in a total like flat voice goes, and now up to bat number ninety nine, Yasiel Puig. Like got his number wrong and everything, <laughs> and the Angels fans just laughed, and it was so funny just to That's see that hilarious. dynamic, you know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that that you know, cool things are happening. But right now, the Rays are winning. They yeah. are for now. <laughs> Dean, Dean Paris. Every time a Dave wears a Dodgers hat, an Angel loses its wings. <laughs> Somebody ring a bell! Hurry! <laughs> hurry! Hurry! Ring and a then bell. Eric here. I don't have a bell. <laughs> Eric, do you go to the Iron Bowl in Auburn and buy an Auburn hat? Wow. Mm, oh, that's a, mm, that, that's a good question. No, I would not. I would not. I mean, I even look, I even went to a game in Washington and I, y'all know how much I hate the nationals. I own a nationals hat. Ooh. Just because if I went to a game in, in New York, I'd buy a Yankees hat. It's just, you know, it's something I collect. I just buy a are lot they, of are play. they hats or are they collectibles? <laughs> Do you wear them? I, I wear those hats. I wear them. Okay. So, but you, but they're on a shelf right now. Uh, no, they're not because my my Funko Pops have forced them to go off the shelf because oh. I'm running out of of hat of, of space. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Amanda walked in my office this morning and said, "I haven't seen half of these Funko Pops. Where did these come from?" Oh, that's why you put a lock on your office door. <laughs> Carrie Loney. <laughs> they came from Carrie Loney. <laughs> my wife, my wife, when if I'm in here and she comes in, she just goes, uh, and then just walks out. <laughs> that's, that's half of Amanda's response as well. Yeah. Uh, she just walks yeah. in and says, <sighs> her first, her other response was when I posted all the Star Wars stuff. She said, there's two of them now. <laughs> I said, you knew oh. there was two sabers, honey. What are you talking about? You just gotta so, work. You just gotta work deals where people buy you lightsabers. That's how I've got all of mine. Well, yeah, you're right. I, I'm, <laughs> look, I we are not as connected as I am geek right now. We don't have a famous person who has you know songs on the top forty Billboard charts. So, so hang chart. on, baby. If you want me to create some video so we can do like a unrelated at birth YouTube video of a review of Savi's, if you want to pay, I'll gladly. Go right? and film and edit. 
<laughs> Ryan, Ryan could do that. Ryan could pay for it, and then we can. No, we I'm not say, creating it for I am geek though. Hello, this, geek. this 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 unrelated birthday video, geek, is, whatever it is. This, this is brought to you by I am geek. Yeah, mm. uh, and this uh, is <laughs> and viewers like you. Thank you. Viewers like you. <laughs> I've got enough. I've got enough sabies sabers. We're all how many here. do you have? How many sabies sabers do you have? I have three. Okay, which ones? I have the uh, power and control, the peace and justice, and the uh, elemental nature. Okay, the, I got the peace and justice one. Uh, let's see if yours. Do you have yours next to you near you? I can grab it. Yeah, let's see if yours oh, is anywhere. I don't close even close my, you know, what I just realized I'm such a. What am I doing? I don't even have my earphones in. <laughs> well, we don't, we can't hear you. I mean, we're, we're, you're good. Wait, well, is there feedback? No, no, I don't hear anything. All right, good. Then I won't wear them. Go for it. So, so he is pulling out his peace and justice lightsaber. Let's see if his uh, if his Schwartz is as big as mine. Spaceballs, let's be with you. <laughs> Spaceballs, anybody? <laughs> Yogurt. <laughs> oh, yours is very close to mine. Yep, yep. Except the the, the top. I didn't do the gold one. The gold little realm. I just did the. Yeah, I like that. I picked it because a lot of the pieces I picked is because it doesn't matter if they exactly line up. See, I wanted I wanted mine to look as much like uh, like Obi Wan's as you could get. Oh, and I just like these. This it called out to me. <laughs> yeah, well, so I, I told it on this show. I think I told you, right? Yeah, they did the whole go with your heart. I let my daughter pick the color. Let my daughter pick out whichever one it was. It's, it's like. That's my heart right there. So there you go. I went with my oh, heart. The, yeah, the elementary nature. I took my son and I said, "You pick it." Yeah, and they just picked the one that I wanted. So, oh. and he picked go. the color of crystal and everything. So, Dave, does your saber have unicorn unicorn hair or <laughs> a phoenix feather on the inside of it? <laughs> well, so that's Harry Potter. And, oh, thank and you. Sorry. I, I think we decided. Didn't we decide it was a dragon heart that that was mine? Oh, I don't remember what Pottermore gave you. I think it was, it was one a, of those. I think it was a puppy or something. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I am a Hufflepuff, so. I am too. I mean, oh, look at that. We got a lot Aww. of Hufflepuff on this show. You guys are so cute. Every day I'm huffling. <laughs> huffling, huffling. All right. So before we get into the, the unrelated to geek birth Halloween <laughs> extravaganza. Side warning. Is <laughs> a birth Side. happening? <laughs> oh. Real quick, Carrie Loney, have you seen, have y'all seen this TikTok? Yeah. Harry Potter and Star Wars are pretty much the same thing. So which if you Star Wars. Yeah. If you if you haven't seen the TikTok, I will post it in the Unrelated Birth Group or, uh, later this week, where basically they, they say that Harry Potter and Star Wars are the exact same storyline. And it adds up and it's mind-blowing. What is this TikTok thing? I mean, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh, that's all <laughs> I get from him now, all day long. Get with it, man. Time, I'm please. hip. How, I'm what, hip. Are you? I'm like, with <laughs> it. Chicken, 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 chicken. You sixteen? Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Um, this this show was hosted by a sixteen year old girl, but now I do. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a new Funko Pop. It was a Justice exclusive. <laughs> I have no words. 
I have I'm no just word. Kidding with you. It's fine. It's fine. You can watch your little TikTokies. Tiki Taki. All right. Anyway, so we have two calls under the birth line this week that are not Virgil asking the question. So, so Adam, take away with the first one. I think we need to do the Batman one first. Hang on, behind the scenes. Are we not doing Halloween first? No, we're doing Batman first. You said we were doing Halloween first in pre-show. Um, I thought I said Batman. Oh, fine, I'll play the voicemail. <laughs> Hey, Dave and Adam, it's TJ again, the squeaky voice of the North. Uh, you were talking last week on which Batman series was your favorite. But just kind of curious, who's your favorite actor who has played Batman? Uh, from Adam West to Michael Keaton or Will Arnett in the Lego Batman? Um, possibly even Christian Bale. That's my personal pick. Uh, there's been 10 to 12 actors that have played the Dark Knight over the years. and just curious, who is your favorite? So if anybody says George Clooney, you're out. <laughs> I, I mean, I will say he's the worst. Um, oh man, I was going to say Michael Keaton at first, but then you have then you have to get into a lot of nuances here. Christian Bell was great as Batman. I say that Ben Affleck was the best. Do not even uh, no. Ben, ben Affleck was the best Bruce Wayne. He wasn't the best Batman. But he was the best Bruce Wayne. Ugh. So I think the one that put them together and played both characters perfectly was Keaton. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I think that I just, I don't think Christian Bale was the best Batman. I think he was in the better of the Batman movies. Yeah. Like he had the whole Nolan thing to like pick him up. Yeah. As soon as we kick off the topic, you leave. I, I'm not, you're not getting off the hook with this, man. So anyway. So Christian was lifted, I think, by the whole like Nolan experience that he brings to everything there. Ben Affleck doesn't rank up there for me in either case. Ryan, it sounds like you might agree with that. No, I'm not an Affleck fan for Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm a Michael Keaton guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Wait, wait, I, I changed my microphone and my, my, my uh, AirPods. <laughs> sorry for giving you a hard time. Dying. I'm sorry. Would do, do you want me to come in with good sounds or do you want feedback? Feedback's great. Yeah. Yeah. Audio <laughs> veritas. That's what they call it in the biz. Walter used to say. Um, but so you're not an Affleck fan at all? No. Not really. at all. You it wasn't think- bad. Let's be real. The only reason, I think half the reason that they have cast, probably, I'm looking at the list right now, maybe oh, three. Look at this. Look at there. We're, we're getting oh, infiltrated. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. I thought you said he couldn't come on because he had other things, better things to do, he right? Couldn't, but he's probably just like checking in. I told him that we we're sure. going live if he wanted to check in. Okay. So okay. I'm not I'm not against Kevin Conroy, but, but let's be honest. So I look at Ben Affleck. I look at Val Kilmer. I look at George Clooney. I honestly believe that the main reason they got cast is because of the way their chin looks with that cowl on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and no other reason at all. Um, but I think that, you know, Clooney was too goofy all around because the movie was too goofy. I think Bale in in the vein of a lot of the most recent DC movies is just too dark. Like the whole thing didn't jive. Like the special, well, well, his, even the Bruce his, Wayne piece. His, I, 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 I mean, yeah. his, his look, yeah, yeah, his little deep voice thing that didn't work well for me. But it's almost like Christopher Reeve will always be Superman. Yeah, Michael Keaton will always be Batman. If you ask someone who was born fifteen years after you and me, Dave, uh, and I guess you too, Ryan. <laughs> 
I'm the oldest of the bunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so if you ask somebody who was born in the '90s, they may say something completely different because their childhood was their childhood wasn't defined by that. But right, <laughs> Chris Street, my <laughs> wife's keeping me busy, but yeah, checking in. Bat senses were tingling. <laughs> I see what he did there. I love it. But, but here's I the question. If if we if Chris had come on the show, Christopher had come on the show, would we have gotten Skeleton or would we have gotten him? No, you would have gotten him. Skeleton host is a um he only comes out for Hal Geek <laughs> on IMD. It's, it's in his contract. That's the only time he'll come out. Okay, okay. Which we do have a uh, a new friend coming up for thank for Geeksgiving that will nice. uh, is it a half-eaten turkey? No, no. It's something Chris has <laughs> conjured up that is probably going to be pretty funny. Nice. Okay, okay. We, so, so the so, video versions of our shows, we go live on YouTube every Thursday night. There's been a, a, a skeleton. It's an actual skeleton that has been one of our hosts, and he talks. And That's awesome. Yep. So, anyway, back. So how do you guys feel about the prospect of Robert Pattinson? <laughs> Y'all both did the no, same thing. Oh, yeah. at, so first, here, here. at first, I was like, ah, I don't know. Is he going to sparkle? But then <laughs> seeing the teaser trailer and everything, I'm like, you know what? Playing a younger Bruce Wayne, younger Batman could work with him. Yeah. I, I was one that said, Daniel Craig will suck as James Bond. Why are they casting Daniel Craig? You know, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm eating my words now saying Daniel Craig is the best James Bond ever. Yeah, you are. Short of Sean Connery. Let's not let's not get it twisted. Uh, <laughs> but let's not get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> but I do think that that Pattinson, the the, the hiring made me pause. Mm-hmm. Um, because well, let's be honest, what we know him for is a stinking vampire that falls in love with a muggle and, and fights with a werewolf. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Muggle, Muggle, <laughs> and and you guys, so, you guys are just loving on him because he's a fellow Hufflepuff. He is, and I Cedric mean. Diggory. I mean, come on, but I, I, for him to be Batman, I'm going to have to see some things. Yeah, but well, like 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 Ryan said, that teaser made me get excited for it. Yeah, and it's some of his other stuff that he's done more recently um, just shows him in a different light. Yeah, like as an actor, so. Sure. That gives that gives me hope. Well, what so was I, it? It was the the he was in a movie about nine eleven, that you know where he died in nine eleven, and it, it showed his acting chops to me. I think it was about ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. But we we have to give a shout out to Will Arnett though. I'm a huge fan of the Lego movies, <laughs> and Lego Batman is is one of my favorites. <clears throat> yeah, he's yeah. fun. When he oh. jumps on the Millennium Falcon, then he hops off. He's like, no, it's just a bunch of dudes. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. it's hilarious. Vance Cope, like if you that. see Pattinson and Tenet, you'll change your mind. See, I for the see good that. fans I or for the bad? I want to see it too because I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan. He said he was great in that, so there you go. Okay. Yeah. Good, good. I've also so heard no, the, uh, the Lighthouse. Um, the one with Willem Dafoe where they're like. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that he, he does a good job in that. Okay. I haven't right. had to watch it though yet. So, so we'll, we'll we'll say that the the jury is out on Pattinson. Pattinson, yeah. Okay. So do so. Who's who's your favorite Batman then, and who's your favorite Bruce Wayne? If you had to separate the two, would you say Keaton for both? No. Who is it? I would. I would. Re- I, Ryan's going to hate me. 
Ben Affleck was the best Batman because he he plays that a hole rich character in the pretty best much Batman every, or the best Bruce Wayne. No, best Bruce Wayne. Oh. He plays that a hole rich character in pretty much every movie he's in. That's because he's so playing he's, himself. Yeah, right. He's used <laughs> to playing that, and so he basically lives the life of Bruce Wayne. So I do think that Affleck was the best Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that's fine for you. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, I, Ryan? I, uh, yeah, I mean, see, I liked Michael Keaton as. Um, there's that one scene in Batman where he just goes, "Let's get crazy" or whatever the line is, and it just shows the sort of the crazy side of Bruce Wayne, sort of turning into Batman right there in front of your face. So I'd yeah. like to do both of the roles. He's sort of. And, and you got to remember the time that that movie came out. You know, what were what were people used to live action Batman? Yeah, Adam. Yeah, Adam. Adam West. Adam West. So yeah. It just now, as the movies progressed in that series, it went a little crazy. But that first one, the first two. Yeah, the first two. He really showed that he could play both parts. I mean, we've already we've already discussed and and found out on this show that I'm a big Tim Burton fan. Sure. So yeah. the yeah. the first two are really the best Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think. Um, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. No, but I do like the Christopher Nolan ones. But I think if you plopped Christian Bale into the Tim Burton Batman, everybody would be like, "Oh gosh, what's going on?" Yeah, so yeah. it just fits those movies. Yeah, I think Christian Bale pulled off that that rich type a guy like you were talking about you know because yeah. he's kind of that same thing i think they pulled it off too but it's funny but I, I expected george clooney to be a great bruce wayne but it really came off more of like danny ocean yeah like an ocean's 11 kind of thing so yeah yeah I, i've got to well, go with keaton for both nobody's probably more sentimental. i don't understand why is nobody mentioning <laughs> because his bat suit had nipples <laughs> so did clooney's yeah but you know i have to say we're not mentioning kilmer but i think that out of the two between Batman and Robin and Batman forever, Batman forever was the better soundtrack was yeah. the better movie. We all loved that movie in the nineties. Oh, I mean, I you still know, Jim Carrey is the Riddler and you know, yeah. I think the Jim Carrey's Riddler could be the Riddler in any of the Batman movies you put him in. Sure. Because he could do, he could do that silly goofy Riddler or he could do the maniacal Riddler. If you put him in the Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. Yeah. So totally I don't agree. know. Yep. All right, so uh, I think we got another Batman caller. Me too. The bat signal is flashing again. It is. It is. Your brother says, "Got to go." Bat nipples out. <laughs> as soon as soon as I mention bat nipples, he leaves. He's out. Yeah. Right. So uh, here's the voicemail. If you guys are ready, stop talking about that. Hey guys, so I know the topic is. Uh, oh, this is Carrie, by the way. I know the topic here is Joker's best Joker. First, want to give an honorable mention nod to uh, Cameron Monaghan uh, with his role on Gotham. I don't think it gets looked at enough. Um, it's very, very true to the comics, and um, you know, I think he did a really, really good job on that. Even though it was a short-lived uh, role. Um, to go into a, a show where the, the main emphasis on two other characters, maybe even three, and Joker kind of take a backseat. He still really did a good job. As far as best Joker goes, the nod goes to Heath Ledger. Uh, reason being, um, Christopher Nolan brought the films into a, into a modern era. Um, and 
Ledger did a great job of creating chaos. Uh, Nolan was was hell bent on creating a terrorism centric Gotham City post 9/11, if you will. Um, and that character came in with a lot of chaos. Um, and that was, you know, it was a much scarier joke. It was, it was dark, um, not necessarily the spooky aesthetic that Tim Burton had, but it, it brought that scary, more realistic, like I say, post 9-11, um, you know, feel to it. Um, him taking cues, you know, you can kind of see it from a clockwork orange and things like that. Um, just really brought that character to life. Um, I mean, the guy won an Oscar for uh, posthumous as it was, um, you know, and one of the biggest tragedies surrounding, you know, his whole, that whole thing, but that character brought so much and gave so much life to that franchise that I, I, I think it's hard to overlook that that was the best Joker. Um, you know, stinks what happens to Ledger um, in his life, um, but it, I think it goes down that he played one of the most diabolical, evil, chaotic roles that ever existed, and he did a great job at it. Uh, that's my two cents. Enjoy it, guys. Have a great show. So let's let's go ahead. Uh, great call, Kerry. Thank you for all the insight. Let's put this out there. We've got four Jokers, really, that we can talk about, and then there's five, six, two extras that we can throw in there for, for good measure. One, we got to talk about Jack Nicholson. We also got to talk about Heath Ledger. Unfortunately, we have to talk about Jared Leto. We also have to talk about Joaquin Phoenix. And then you can also throw in Cesar Romero and uh, everybody's favorite, Mark Hamill. I'm going to say, and while I agree with Kerry for 99% of what he said, I think Jack is the best Joker. Because Jack played Joker the way he didn't make him feel like a serial killer. I think Heath got the, the the gritty, despicable Joker down, but deep down, Joker Joker is sick, and Jack knew that, and Jack played it where he knew that Joker was sick. Um, Jack showed the true conflicted side, where Heath just showed the evil, maniacal side. Hmm. And Were you I writing like, that from a teleprompter? Yeah, that's no, what I, I, <laughs> I actually wrote that down on a friend of mine's comment already. Um, I wanted to get my whole words and my whole thoughts right. Check it. Move uh, it up. Move it up. Just yeah, move it up. Move it up. But no, I, I, I think if we're going by comic book realism, it's got to go to Jack. If we're going by true realism, if we're going by graphic novel, it goes to Heath. Mm-hmm. So we have to define which Joker we're talking about. Ryan. Well, you know, my favorite Joker is neither one of those. You're uh, going to say Mark Hamill. But Mark Hamill from the Arkham video game series. Right. That is the Joker that is the Joker in the comics. That's the Joker that, you know, who the who the Joker's supposed to be. You know, Nicholson played the gangster. Yep. Which was at the time, which was what the comic book Joker was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somewhat. Uh, but he did, he wasn't as mad as the Joker, like in the head, as the comic book. That's why I say he played him knowing yeah. that he's conflicted. Yeah. And then, and then he um, was a whole different take on the Joker. 
Heath was the killing joke. Yeah, and then Leto, he's just weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, just the way he's portraying that video game, just sort of, and the voice. I mean, the voice is just that's the yeah. voice. Yeah. I mean, but Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I love Jack. The only thing I didn't really like about the Jack Nicholson. Joker is that they made him into the person that killed Batman's parents, and right. I don't yeah. really care. I don't care for that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you ready for the worst joke I have of all time? This is going to be a Lord. I apologize. Be with the pygmies. Same joke. <laughs> Vance Cope. I'll say it. Heath Ledger as Joker is overrated. Never got all the hype. He was good, yes, but it wasn't life changing. Well, Vance, it was life changing to Heath. Oh, come on. <laughs> Gosh. Good night, everybody. This has been Ride My Geek. Where's the skeleton? Can we get the skeleton on the show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord, I apologize. Be with the pygmies. Man. Yeah, I, I have to say, I, I haven't seen Joaquin Phoenix's version of the Joker, the full movie yet, but I have seen clips of it. And I can't wrap my brain around the Joker being like in this cloud of self-pity and self-loathing and woe is me and nobody likes me. And you just walk past me. I'd lay on the sidewalk. And I know he had to develop into something eventually, but DC did the same thing with Superman when he mourns killing, um, when he mourns killing a general Zod at the yeah. end and, yeah. and, and just struggling with that. It's like the origin story can go back in time like Batman movies have done and shown the same reason Batman is Batman like 165 times. But to, I think to regress somebody emotionally, especially a superhero or a supervillain to show when they were still vulnerable, just a little weird, you know? Yeah. I saw the movie and I don't, I didn't think of him as Joker. Yeah. I didn't either. I didn't either at all. I thought of, I thought of him as someone that, gave rise to the Joker. The perfect way to end that movie. Well, I mean, it's not perfect. It's just my opinion. <laughs> was at the end that that Joker dies on the car and you pan over and you see somebody that's like a kid and he gets this devilish grin on his face. That would have been great. And then he walks into the shadows. Yeah. And it, and it would give rise to who the Joker becomes and not make this guy the Joker. See, but I have an issue. I had an issue with that movie at all, always, because we always knew that the origin story of the Joker was Batman pushed him in a vat of acid. Yes. Not that he went crazy because he was a bad comedian and a, a, a yeah. comic guy. I mean, I don't like this. Like you're saying, Adam, I don't like this old retrofitting of, of origin stories. Well, the origin story is the origin story that we've always known. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Joker, the movie, the Joaquin Phoenix version of the Joker was really more of a cautionary tale about society today, you know, yeah. with a bunch of 70s movie references thrown in for good measure. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it tries to say that basically the whole world is as bad now as just New York City was in the 70s. And it's going to make people like this, you know, and it, it just didn't do it for me. But what I love to your point, Dave, about the whole vat of acid thing is Batman ended up creating his own worst enemy. Right. And I mean, that's that's got like a whole other implication to it. than he was just a dude that went nuts, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so I think personally, I, I, I love Hamill's approach to it. 
Um, and he would be he would be up there. But I think if you have to pick one of the ones that's been in a movie, it's a tough one for me between Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson. I mean, yeah. two completely different approaches, completely different approaches. But I also wasn't crazy again about like the the self inflicted scars and that kind of stuff. And it just I don't know. I always I always saw the Joker the way Nicholson portrays it as just over the top confident bust into a room and he's the one taking charge. And you see some of that, like the pencil scene and he's led your shoulder, you know, but, um, but I just think that Nicholson portrayed the confidence and the, like, just, this is what I do and I'm here to do it. Whereas all these other ones have these mental things and sordid histories and all this that just, uh, it waters it down a little bit. Of, of the six actors, there is only one wrong answer. And I will go to my grave saying the only wrong answer is Jared Leto. Yeah. So you'd take Cesar Romero in Suicide Squad over Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. Oh, heck, yeah. <laughs> Probably would have fit more with the, th oh, with the tone of the heck movie. heck, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Carrie says, in terms of Phoenix's Joker, uh, those moments during the talk show and some of the most intense and chair-arm uh, gripping cinema that I've ever experienced. To each his own. It was a, it was a good movie, but it wasn't a Joker movie. Right. Well, you really could have replaced the Joker with any name, and it could yeah. have been about anybody. Yeah. Any, right. any villain could have had that story. Yeah. Yeah. It almost seemed like Taxi Driver. Like it was it, Taxi Driver with Joker. Exactly. Well, that's yeah. I had De Niro in it, too. Yeah. But that, that was my other point about Ledger, too, is that I was when I was reading through just some of the lists that people have ranked and stuff like that, somebody brought up a good point that the way that Heath Ledger's Joker, and it's because of the script, not him as an actor, but he would often ask questions to break his people down psychologically. That's the Riddler's gig, man. Right. You know, and it's like, I don't know. I saw pick Nicholson too. It was almost like Heath Ledger was Riddler and Joker all built into the same character. Pieces of both a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So that's our, our Halloween Batman talk. I, mm. I mean, we can look, I think I can tell you, I know I did. We know Ryan has, cause he has the cow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you dress up as Batman for a Halloween at all, Adam? Batman? I don't remember if I did. I don't think so. Okay. Well, well I mean, we... At one I know point I did time Superman. We, dress up dressed for up Halloween? Yeah. Dress up for Batman for Halloween. Oh, yes. Halloween. That's what oh. I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not just in the middle of the day. You know. just yeah. wearing the, not wearing just on the, a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adam, before we get into some Halloween talk, we we actually have a a character on our show. Did you know that, Adam? I did not know that. He three was years. a character for three years at Bush Gardens. Oh, that's awesome! So yeah. we will talk about his his uh, being a character at Bush Gardens after we get Virgil asking the question on the Arctic continent. It has not rained there in more than two million years. There are no reptiles or amphibians on the continent either. It is estimated that 80% of the world's freshwater reserves are stored here in ice and under ice lakes. There is a subglacial lake that is 5,800 square miles or 15,000 square kilometers which equals about one and a half times the size of the island of Cyrus, Cyprus. The depth of this reservoir is 4,000 feet 
deep or 1,200 meters deep. This is 1,450 feet or 442 meters less than the deepest lake on the planet named Bacal. It is sitting under a sheet of ice some 2.2 miles or 11,886 feet or 3,623 meters thick ice. My question is, what did they name this lake? Lake going to be gone by 2025. What? Lake? I don't know. <laughs> what just happened? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the biggest lake in Antarctica, man. Don't you, can't you follow? What? No. Pay attention, man. Who's Virgil? That's my Virgil. dad. Okay. So Virgil is Adam's dad. Oh, okay. And, cool. Cool. And cool, every cool. time, every time I'm around him, he has some random question to ask that he's read a fact about. And so every week we have a Virgil asks a question segment where it's just this most random factoid that 99% of people don't know. It, it, it caters to the Raven claw in me that needs to learn something new all the time. Yeah. Right. So, so, so Karen, you know the name of the lake? I mean, yeah. Um, I think it starts with a V. It does. Vostok? Oh. Yes. How did you know that? Hey, over at I Am Geek, we know a lot of names. He was looking <laughs> at his phone. Shh, you're not supposed to tell him. <laughs> he read <laughs> that off a teleprompter, just like you with your Joker stuff, Dave. I, I'm looking at you right at home, <laughs> around the kitchen table. Right here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I am not a crook. <laughs> but two miles of can you imagine? Two miles. Did you know the tiny animal carcasses were found buried in that in that lake? Really? Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> were those the carcasses of little penguins and polar bears? I'll click on it and find out. <laughs> <laughs> it's little happy feet. Little happy feet. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, ancient crustaceans and oh, oh, ancient crustaceans. They're ancients. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Well, uh, Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 Anyway. Um. So, so Ryan, how how does one get into being a character? Well, you lose your job, and you got to find a new job. <laughs> Well, okay. You didn't have to take it there. I mean, some reason it, what popped uh, in my head was step by step by New Kids on the Block. Step one. Yeah. Lose your job. Step two. <laughs> new job. Uh, no, I was. We were living in Tampa, and the job we moved there for didn't work out. I won't go into all those details. Um, but and then I'm like, well, I need to. You know, you, in in the church world, you don't just get another job that just doesn't work like that you just don't leave one job and then just walk immediately into another church job because it takes months and months because they go right. through all these committees on committees on committees anyways so i was like well i need to make some you know a little extra money uh, my wife had a job though so it paid all the bills so we were good so i saw an ad that bush gardens was hiring scare actors for their halloween event and i grew up loving halloween my uh that's one of the things my dad and i would do together we'd decorate the whole like house one year we had a which we can get into all this later we had an actual coffin on our front porch and so we can talk about that later um we don't we don't have like three hours this isn't sideline warning 
Oh, that's true. Anyways, <laughs> now we had a coffee. It's a funny story what we did with that. But anyways, I'll move on. Um, so I called the number because back then you just you call places with the actual <laughs> telephone, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, come in, come in, come down to Bush Gardens to you know entertainment and and you know we'll do like a tryout thing." So I went down and. Went through the process. Basically, they made you do a lot of weird stuff, like <laughs> run around the room like a werewolf, uh, <laughs> act like a zombie. Rawr, yeah, all rawr. This stuff. And so, did, did you have to jump out and scare kids? That would be one of my favorites. No, you know, there was the, <laughs> the best people to scare were like the grown men because they were just hilarious, which, <laughs> you know, that. But so they, they say, okay, we want to hire you. And I said, that's great. And I was like, what am I going to be doing? And they go, have you ever walked on stilts before? <laughs> and I said, no, I've never walked on stilts before. And they're like, well, do you want to learn? And I was like, sure, why not? So in a couple weeks, I learned to walk on stilts. And I was a stilt walker at Bush Gardens for their Halloween event. I was a, um, it was the front gate was sort of like, supposed to be like a, a city with all these weird so there was like a butcher and everything i was like the garbage man <laughs> on uh, stilts <laughs> on stilts like we were all on stilts so we were all like really tall um and then this was back in the i call it the wild wild west of halloween events like it's not like it is today like because you've been you guys have been to halloween horror nights it, it, it wasn't yeah. like that back then there was literally no rules you could do whatever you want to <laughs> They just say, scare people. Just do whatever you want to. Just scare people. Well, they were running short on time, and they didn't have the masks ready for some of us. And so they're like, oh, we don't have a mask for you. So I'm like, so so you're telling me I'm just going to be me on stilts walking around <laughs> trying to scare people? And they're like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I said, I said, do you mind if I make my own mask? And they were like, sure, you can do that. So I made my own mask and it looked wow. like I had toxic waste coming out, you know, down my face. It like glowed in the dark. Had these big like goggle things on. It was like a um, you know, the spray socks that you wear when you paint? Yeah. I made it out of that and you know, made it all gooey and nasty and and then I wore this like uh these big like a gas mask sort of on top of my head that you could pull down and stuff. Um, so that was sort of my thing. And midway through, it was fun walking around stilts because we would literally, they didn't give us any rules. We would, people would run in stores like these teenagers would be in there like, yeah, we're big and bad. And then they would run in stores and be like, you can't get us in here. And we'd be like, there's no rules. We can do whatever we want to we'd just bend <laughs> down and walk in the stores. And just that lasted like a couple of weeks. And they're like, how about we not walk through the stores? You know? <laughs> we're like, well, okay, that's fine. I mean, you said we could do whatever we want to. So then about midway through, I was coming through a doorway and I didn't, it was from going in from the dark into the light oh, no. and, I didn't oh, no. and I hit straight on top of my head and got myself a concussion. I fell that like I fell against the walls, slid down on my stilts. <laughs> um, Were all the teenagers laughing at you? Is the no, question. it was behind the scenes, so nobody saw. Nice. Okay, um, but Good, so maybe so I didn't I didn't do stilts for the rest of the time because they're like, well, since you have concussion, you know, we're not going to put you back on stilts. 
So I got to be the same character, but because we would have rain gear, so we would have the same costume, but shorter legs. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it was it was Florida, so like one of our weekends was like during a hurricane, and we were running around on stilts and stuff during a hurricane. So that was fun. Anyways, that's, that's safe. Yeah, safe. So the rest of the time I was off stilts, and that was really fun because I would like sit on park benches. And um, people would just walk up thinking I'm a mannequin and sit down beside me to take their picture. And there's no rules, so I could do whatever I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I would just, you know, reach out to get them. So wait, would this be like if the uh, the Minnie and Roy statue came to life when people are sitting there taking pictures? Yeah, yeah, I would just come to life and they would run out of the park. Like some people would literally run out of the park. Um you're on to something with that, Dave. That's the next I, Disney Plus series, yeah. right? There. You're on to something. I know, right? <laughs> I did have to break up a fight in full costume between another character and this random drunk lady. I had to. St- this is how good security was at Bush Gardens. I had to stand in front, in between them, with my arms out, holding them back in full costume, saying, "Okay, ladies, let's settle down." Were you in stilts? No, that was after I was off stilts. So that was good. <laughs> uh, one of the other guys that was on stilts, some drunk guy pushed him over and oh, he no. fell on the ground and busted his head open. And people thought it was part of the show and they were gathered around him while there was oh, a no. blood going everywhere. And we were having to like get people off of it was crazy. That same that guy crazy. That same guy, another guy hit that guy and he chased him out of the park into the parking lot. Um there was no uh, literally there was no rules. You can do whatever you want to. So- so you don't have to answer this, but what time frame are we talking? Like, when was this? Oh, let's see. So that was when we lived in Tampa. I don't know. But now it'd be like 18 years ago or something like that. Okay. So early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Early 2000s. Um, okay. So that was the first year. And then the second year I came back and I was a a sub so basically i did different things every night so one night i was standing up top of everybody getting electrocuted Um, oh that's fun yeah that's that's cool one night i was down in a hole and i would pop up from the hole at people's feet and grab at them um it was cool because you got to do a lot of different things but then one night they said the the theme that year was uh there was these two twins there were like these evil twins and each of them had one of their half of their faces all mutilated and stuff. And they had these bodyguards that were with them that did a stage show at the front of the uh, park. Well, one night they said, one of our bodyguards is, um, is gone. Do you mind being one of the bodyguards? And I was like, I guess. And they handed me the costume and the costume. Um, this is family friendly. So let's see how I'm yeah, let's 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 keep it as PG as possible, please. You guys have seen Pulp Fiction. Yes. You know, the one character all in leather. Yes. <laughs> okay. The that gimp. Was me, the gimp, yes. Uh shirtless with just this gimp mask on. And um uh, Okay. Yeah. So I did that one night and it was actually pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah. Because basically Which we would just own. we would just grab uh, people from the audience that were put there as victims so they look like everyday guests we'd grab them bring them up on stage and then we'd put them in some kind of wow. that's so, cool so that, 
That's pretty fun. And then I was a clown one year with a chainsaw. Nope. Uh, nope. No clowns. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Right. Let's start from outer space. Let me ask you this, Ryan. If you ever had the chance to go back and do Halloween Horror Nights now with all the rules, all the regulations, would you go back and do it? Like just go as a person? Like just No, to, no, 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 no. As a character. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was one of the funnest things I ever did. It was just so much fun. It was a lot of work, especially right. in Florida and all those costumes all in hot in the heat. But just, I love to scare people. It's just fun. Um, so to be able to just go out and just have fun and be goofy and scare people, um, I would want to pick what I did. I didn't, I like doing the scare zones way more than I like doing the houses. Cause in the house, really? you're stuck in a one spot all night long. In a scare zone, you get to wander around. Yeah. And do all kinds of different things. And then you have pe- people like me who are tall and sees all the action ahead of us. And I yeah. go, hey, Adam, there's a scare coming. And warn everybody about the scare in the houses before uh, before it all happens. Yeah. So the scare zones are way more fun because you get to. Now, the scare zones that they have now at Halloween Horror Nights, I don't know if I would like that much because they're just basically selfie zones. Eh, not the vamp. Yeah. Vamp eighty five was no, that was good, but the most of the other ones are just like let me take your picture type yeah. thing. Chucky yeah. was, um, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 such- I like the I like the um, what was it Vanity Ball? Yeah, where everybody had something wrong with them. It seemed like, and that was the one where they even had cast a a girl that had only one arm. Yeah, no, that was in the she- Chucky one. She was a, ba- a broken ballerina toy. Right. Yeah. But she really yeah. only had one arm. But, the, but she was yeah. also in Vanity Ball too. See, I, I would love to be the houses. I get the. I would love to follow people around in the scare zone too. But like, consistently being able to get that gratification that often. There's only I, like, at like my that. age. There's no way I could do it at my age because basically <laughs> you have to sit in one spot and just go up and down all night long, up and down, up and down. The same, like they yeah. say, here's your, here's what you do, and this is what you do. Don't do anything else. Don't try to be anything else. Just sit here, jump out, jump back. Jump but out, everywhere else, back. there's no rules. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. then, there wasn't yeah. any rules <laughs> in the scare zones. Because back then, that was, for Bush Gardens, was one of the first years they had scare zones. So they didn't really know yeah. what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. But in the houses, they were like, okay, you're going to sit here, and you're just going to jump out. And so after like a couple hours, you're like, I, I'm. I don't want to jump out anymore. Like, it's, <laughs> I, I, I think I'll go home now. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, but you know, the scare zones today versus the ones at Halloween Horror Nights, like twenty five and before, are just way different. Like they were walking through. It's. It was like walking back then. It was like walking through houses, but they were outdoors because yeah. there were people that actually had parts and they were trying to scare you and. Well, so yeah. I will say, uh, what was it? The New Year's Eve one that we, no, it was the uh, Zombie Land that we did last year, Adam, mm-hmm. at Halloween Horror Nights. They, they had roles. One of the people was sitting in a, a porta potty trying yeah. to break people's fingers when they oh, get next you to you. You ain't lying, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he, almost took, he almost took my finger off with the door to that porta potty, man. I know. I, I know. Sure did. And, and that one, too, the, I think it was Zombie Land. They did actually have some people that were, um, not zombies that were walking around like, are you yeah. a zombie? They're like interviewing, like questioning yeah. you. 
So they tried to have some parts like that, but I think, yeah. you know, once, the later you get in the night, they just kind of walk around. And, well, at that, and then they have the Rob Zombie. Oh, that was lame. No, it's just, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that was horrible. Lame. That big but, dude with the robot head. That, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, of course, before like 25, 25 and around there, like that year, those years, the crowds were a lot less. So you got to experience a lot more. Whereas like last year, I felt like it was shoulder to shoulder. Mm. You couldn't really tell what was going on because you were just crammed in there with people. Um, yeah, not anymore. Yeah, no, anymore. <laughs> yep. Uh, but anyway, so let's 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 move away from that real quick and just we got a couple more minutes. We got to finish this up. If you can remember one of your favorite Halloween costumes you dressed up as growing up, I, I have to to not do this because we didn't do Halloween. Uh, but I can tell uh-huh. you. Well, you listen, to last, listen to last week's show and you'll find out why, Ryan. Uh, but um, but what is one of the favorite things that y'all uh, dressed up as a kid? Oh, gosh. There's so many. Um, of course, the Batman. I mean, that was that was pretty cool because my, my our, our mom would make a lot of our costumes and she's like really good at it. It wasn't like here's a sheet, you know, you're a ghost. It was like <laughs> one, year, one year my brother was um, Nightcrawler and it looked Ooh. like he stepped out of the comic book. So he That's painted cool. himself blue and everything. Yeah. He's blue. The costume looked exactly like the one. Um, so I did. So I was Batman one year. Um, of course, you know, I, there's a nostalgia remembering the old star Wars plastic, you know, that you got in the box with the plastic mask and the yeah. being Luke Skywalker. Um, there, but th- later on, the costumes turned more like I was a Grim Reaper one year. I was this dude with the split face that <laughs> exploded. Two face. You were two face. Um, and we would like hide, like we would decorate our house in such a way where we would be in the yard or we would be somewhere hidden, just jumping out at kids. So we would just try to be as creepy as we can. I also worked a, a haunted. I was, I was a scream guy in college and they would bring me into like the haunted forest and stuff to be the scream guy. So I got to do that. About cool. That's cool. That's cool. All right, real quick. Got to break in here. Brad Toon. Just listen to episode one. Welcome to the throwback, sir. <laughs> and learn Dave enjoys a good spoiler. It's a sin to watch videos of houses before you go to HHN. Also, always going second after Adam. I, now, hold up. Yeah, I do always go second. Yeah, I but can't you have me. to go second. I can't Why? see around you. That's true. That is very true. I don't spit his power right now. <laughs> it's just the truth. If I don't go second, I don't see anything, but I still get spoilers. Like, oh, this is the part where the thing does the thing, you know? Well, I mean, it, but I, you sing in Phantom of the Opera too. Phantom of the Opera was by far the highlight of, of last it year. It was. It was. Ryan, have you heard about that? So, you know, last year they had the Universal Monsters House. Yeah. yeah. Tell the story. I'll be right back. And one of them was we go through the underground layer of the Opera House, right? So you walk in, it's the Phantom of the Opera. It's not the Opera Phantom of the Opera. It's the Opera Phantom. It's the actual horror Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. And, you know, we go into where his labyrinth, where it's that there's a corner where he has one and then he jumps out of the other one. I see him at one. I say, man, I love your songs. And then he comes around the other and tries to get me. I go, 
night time <laughs> just in his face start singing phantom <laughs> i don't know how the guy didn't break like <laughs> well here's the thing okay i don't want to burst your bubble okay. <laughs> sorry to burst your bubble but um that's the kind of people this characters hate <laughs> <laughs> oh i know it is absolutely know it is <laughs> we would get people like that and we would just roll our eyes like okay dude we get it well, so there was one in the graveyard game's house. There was one that I think I really did tick off. Like he jumped out and scared me in my face the next time. And he tried to go around and get me the next time. I looked in his spot and went, hi, as he's trying to. Yeah, you're one of those guys. Dave's, Dave's favorite best reaction, though, was in a patient zero. Oh, yeah. The house we didn't do. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Sorry, I, I was a little chicken that year, but I, it's okay. I, I think because I think I've been ruined for haunted houses because since, especially working at Hell's Cream, I I cannot, and I'm not trying to be like I'm big and bad, but I cannot recall a time where I've been scared in a haunted house, like post Hall or Hell's Cream working there. There was only one that I, and it was this year. It, it was this year where you really didn't know because we went through the Bride of Frankenstein house. And, and they have it set up where they think, okay, there's something here because there's plexiglass. But everything was plexiglass, so you didn't truly know yeah. what was coming. And so yeah, Tooth, Fairy, Tooth Fairy, they've got it like it's obvious. With that one, though, they hit them pretty well. They did. Yeah. It's good. But yeah, it's not really a scared. I, I, I honestly go through it and just laugh the whole time because yeah. it's the, for me, it's the experience and the set design and the story. Yeah. And that, that's what design. does it for me. I love set design, so I just go through going, ooh, look at that. Like people are yeah. jumping out at me. I'm like, yeah, that's cool what they did over there. And I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly awesome. what I did, Tooth Fairy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, anyway, I got, I got a funny story. If you want to hear a funny story, probably the funniest story that ever happened at Halloween Horror Nights. It's real quick. Go for it. Is it family friendly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I, my, my wife went with my, my wife usually doesn't go with these things. Not that she's scared. She's just like, eh, whatever. But she went with me. It was the year that they had the first year that they had um, Halloween at the Michael Myers house. Right. So I took her back. I had got to go through it by myself for a thing, which was really cool. Um, but I took her back and said, you got to check this out. So we went and there was these two, like three ladies that were in front of us and they were, to put it nicely, rather large ladies. And um, and they were just like acting like they were the baddest people on the planet. And they were just going like, oh, yeah, this is nothing. Yeah, there's no way they're going to scare us. It's so stupid. This is so dumb. And I'm like, oh, they're going to. This they're is going to get up. So we walk into the. They're right in front of us. We walk into the entrance of the house. Not in the first room. The entrance of the house. And the little kid. Michael Myers pops out in the clown. Yeah. Like, oh, heck no. They didn't say heck no, but oh, heck no. <laughs> and they just started going backwards. <laughs> and they just started like a stampede backwards into the wall. Well, the problem was that we were right behind them. So my wife was pressed up against the wall oh and they oh were no. pressed up against her. <laughs> and I just reached my hand in through <laughs> these ladies and grabbed my wife and just pulled her out. And I turned around and the Michael Myers from the next room has his peeks his head around the corner and just looks at me, looks at them and just shakes his head. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't so, walk through. It was so funny. Awesome. <laughs> Let me ask you this. You're a character. So you would tell us the secrets. If the, this is the secret sauce, let us know. Okay. If you are in a crowd where there's a bunch of people 
who vocally get scared, like scream and act like they're peeing their pants. Mm -hmm. That's when y'all turn it on even more, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. The best, this is, this is what we look for, or at least what I would look for. If I saw a dude that had a girl in front of him, holding her in front of him, I go for that dude every time. Cause I'm like, okay, you're going to use your girl as a shield. You're getting it big time. And they (laughs) will pee their pants. I had one person fall on the ground and in the fetal position and just go, please stop, please stop. stop." (laughs) We're like, okay, we're not going to stop. So we just kept going. (laughs) We always go for the big dudes that think they're being bad. They have to have a shield in front of them. So you would try to go for me and I'd laugh at your face. Basically is what you're saying. If you, if you were hiding behind a girl that was, you know, less, you know, yeah, we don't, we don't, I I didn't go for dudes that were just walking through, but if they're like, you could tell when when they're like freaking out because yeah. they have their girl that's like they're twice the girl's size, but they have them holding them in front of them so they can't move. Now we I will say the first house I walked through, it was probably was it the 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 carnival? No, it wasn't carnival. It was the first one two years ago. It was the drive-in movie one, the the campy horror oh, slaughter cinema. Oh, that's, yeah, slaughter that's cinema a good one. I was terrified. Adam and I both were terrified. And then halfway through, like, oh, this is kind of cool. <laughs> that one was good. The head in the claw machine. That was just. Oh, that was great. Yeah, was oh, great. good times. Okay. So uh, we've been going for an hour. Let's let's give some people their time back. Uh, Ryan, if there is a way that people want to follow your show, if they ever wanted to, for some reason, uh, how, how would <laughs> <Wow>. I kid, <laughs> I kid. Ryan has Ryan helped me set up sideline warning and, and he he's a, he's a good guy. So Ryan, yeah, if they want to follow, if they want to follow, I am geek, how, how would they do that? On social media, you can follow us at like at I am geek show, like on Instagram or Twitter or, or wherever we do. We do a lot of stuff on Instagram, not so much on Twitter because it's Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. You can join our group on Facebook called I am group. Uh, see what we did there. Uh, see what you, you did there. Yeah, YouTube. It's youtube.com slash I am geek show. And we have live videos. And then we have uh, just random, like we did some unboxings and all that fun stuff. Skill host has his own video on there. Um, and then if for some reason you want to email us, you can email us at I am geek show at gmail.com. I don't know why you'd want to email us, but, but you can. Also, if you want t shirts, uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash. I, I, I didn't say you could give your t-shirt shop out. Man. <laughs> also, if you want your custom crystals, Kyber crystals, just let me know. I'm geek shop. Unless they're, unless they're crimson and white. He's muted. He can't talk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's going. I'm going to go on the live stream. You're unmuted now, right? <laughs> I'm going on the live stream so I can keep telling people where to find me. No. <laughs> <laughs> But we just have fun over there. We don't take ourselves too serious. My brother's an animator. Um, he right now is working on Doom Eternal. Um, so now he's doing video games. He was in movies, so he did a bunch of X-Men, a bunch of Life of Pi. He did the Tiger and Life of Pi, a bunch of movies. So we have people from the industry on um, all the time that do that basically make the movies that you watch. And we just ask them what they geek out about and tell their stories. And then we have some YouTubers on. and But we just we have fun. So you don't, you don't have any cool vloggers like we do, like the WDW couple. No, we do. We have um, <laughs> a Main Street Electrical Podcast. Oh, okay. Well, see, there you go. We, we, we each have our own Disney vlogger. Gentlemen, that we gentlemen go, please. Come on. Go to. 
<laughs> no, we just have fun. So yeah, we like we to have people. And we also like to have um, people that just listen to the show. We'll have some of them on sometimes. And just because we like to hear what they geek out about, too. Hey, Adam, have have you gotten an invitation to come on I Am Geek in, in the, about the last year and a half? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 apparently, our invitation has been lost in the mail. Well, you know, it's a long list, so we got to get. <laughs> and we're at the bottom of it, is what he's saying. Uh, apparently, that's what I. Mean. No, what, no. What, what he's wanna... saying, what he's saying, is that Disney bracket flopped. And <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to come back on, I could talk to our people and probably get you back on. I mean, it, it would be <laughs> fun. Have my people talk to your people, and we'll do a return show. There we go. There you go. All right. Adam, how do they get a hold of our show? Uh, you can email us. I don't know why you'd want to, but you can email us. At, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I am glad you said that because we why? have something to talk about. We have an email that we have. Oh, to um, yes, you're right. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Unrelated at birth. Not so easy keeping all the stuff um, queued up for a quick turnaround when you don't know something's coming, is it? Well, you, oh, you know, it's tough. I promised Sherry I would read it, and and I never did. I promised her we'd go live, and and we we're never did. Huh? Well, we're live now. Well, we are. We are. Okay. So she says, back to how, you know, last week we talked about all the candies, our favorite candies, right? Mm -hmm. She says, so I have to clear up something about the Halloween candy. Y'all made the comment about how you can tell it's last year's candy because there's white film on it. Well, that's not always the case, at least not all the time. Uh I'm sure there are some who might still have last year's candy. Stupid freaks. Uh, that's her her comment. Sure. <laughs> she says, working where I do, I can tell you the reason for that white film. We She works at a, gr a grocery store um, fulfillment center. We get our Halloween candy in June, if not earlier. Some of it's here late March, early April. The warehouse is not fully temperature controlled in grocery, which is where the candy is stored. So the chocolate candy gets soft and somewhat melts. We start shipping it to the stores in July. You can imagine how hot inside the trailer is in July. And some of those stores are up to five hours away, if not more. And then once it gets to the stores, they keep it in their back room, which aren't temperature controlled either. So when the candy is then put out on the floor, it is cooled and forms again. This is something in chocolate that causes the white film to generate when that happens. She's not a scientist, so I don't know that, that part of it. But it's not there to uh, – it's not – it's not there due to being last year's candy. It's because the candy has melted, softened, and then was cooled to harden again. And this is your lesson on melting and recooling candy. By the way, we already have Valentine's candy in-house. Oh, my goodness gracious. That white film is cocoa butter. Yes, know that. that's it. That, thank uh, you, Aaron Neville. That's that's good. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Uh, sorry, I have to do it at least twice whenever I start. So, so I would say that um, it sounds to me like distribution centers and grocery stores handle their candy like Six Flags would handle something, man, with all this melting and refirming. Oh, okay, so if you want to get a hold of the show and call the show, Adam, yes. Well, if they had an opinion about Six Flags or Halloween or or Batman, or Batman or Joker or, or Iron questions. How would they, how would they? I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call this week and be like, "That I'm geek guy. He was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm gonna buy one of his t-shirts." <laughs> you did that on sideline warning, if I remember correctly. I did. did. Probably. It was funny. He did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If they wanted okay. to do such a thing, they could call six five zero UAB show. 
uh, dial it on your keypad and listen for the beep. Beep. Thank you, Dave. And uh, leave a message. And as you see, we'll play it on the show 100% of the time we do. Or if you do want to email us, unrelated at birth at gmail.com or Adam at unrelated at birth.com and Dave at unrelated at birth.com. There you go. Hey, Brad Toon says that's why Canadian candy is better. Brad, I think you said that you were going to be sending us some Canadian candy here pretty soon. Um, wait, wait, which part of it? Canadian candy doesn't use cocoa butter. Canadian candy is temperature controlled or what? what is the reason? I don't know, but speaking of, that's, that's a, a good five O UAB show. That's a good segue to our, our live that we're going to be doing in the next day or two on unrelated birth. Uh, the, the group on Facebook, Adam, that's right. Our bro. wonderful friend from the UK. Oh, Mr. Ben Harris has sent us a bunch of candy. Adam, you haven't seen this yet because you're about to get it in the mail. Hopefully it's temperature controlled. I hope you make some TikToks on it. <laughs> All of this. Wow. This is my this is my portion of it. Wow. <laughs> That's UK. Do I see some Cadbury in there? Uh, it, it is called Is it Dairy Milk? Dairy Milk Buttons. Yes. I love Dairy Milk. Anyway. So yeah, it's, it's monster mush. It is monster pickled, mush. pickled onions. What? That's not candy. <laughs> um, I got Cad a rock. Cadbury eclairs. Mm. Drumstick squishies. Interesting. Raspberry like the yeah. drumstick like the ice cream cone. Yeah. Raspberry and milk flavored. I love the sound that this is making. It's, it's wonderful. It's not too trebly at all. I'm not going to have to edit this in any way to make it sound good on a podcast. <laughs> this is called Fizz Whiz. Something tells me this is their version of Pop Rocks. That's what concerns me is the super loud. Yeah. Wow. Fizz Whiz. So there you go. We will be on Facebook Live in the next day or two trying all these UK candies. And Amanda says she's going to join me. Have you, have you spoken with Blair? I have not had a chance to yet. Okay. She knows now, though. Well, there you go. All right, guys. Uh, Twitter, unrelated at birth. Uh, or actually, no, not related bros. Instagram, unrelated at birth. D Adams419, him. Uh, Instagram, D Adams419, run, tide, run, unrelated at birth. You're not on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter anymore. You're right. You're right. What's so, the point, really, being on right. Twitter? <laughs> guys, we say it every week. We do truly mean it. We love you. Uh, Adam, take him home. Yeah, we love you guys, but not as much as Jesus does. Be kind to each other. Stay safe out there. And uh, I want some phone calls this week, Dave. This was fun. I like having calls dominate our show like this. So I do too. I want at least two. How about if you get two, you get an I Am Geek free t-shirt. All right, guys. We love you. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You guys want to pay for it. Yeah. I mean, why don't <laughs>